0: In just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo
1: Air?
2: For years, and I really like it.
1: This could, it could all go horribly wrong at any minute. Hello and welcome to the 131st edition of Louis Black's Rantcast, entitled, Raise the Debt Ceiling and Shut Up! Okay? I would have added a few more words to Spice, but then all of a sudden, they'd knock me off platforms and go, oh, you said a bad word, and children will lose their minds, even though the, they're going to. The kids are not going to be. You're not going to be able to pay for to get a, you know, to shrink to help your kid find their mind, because uh, if they don't raise the debt ceiling, that's not going to be possible. You don't want to. You won't have the cash for it. Nope. And possibly your shrink will have to leave town, because uh, they won't have the cash to pay. It's beyond belief. It is beyond belief that they are rattling us to this point. Right up ten days. We're ten days out. No reason on earth we should be doing this, okay? The peacocks have to stop preening, okay? And they got to get to work and just do it. Just sign off on it. That's what's got to be done. It's it's happened under 78 presidents or something like that. I just read 49 were Republican, 29 uh, Democrats. So it's done. All the time it is done, okay? And it's got to be done this time because we've just come out of a, Hellhole of a pandemic, economically and otherwise, and we don't have time to fuck with our economy, not in the least. And who, whoever these people are, who think that we do, then let them uh, suffer what. It, let them suffer the consequences of it. Okay, let all of them get a good, hard, solid taste of it, so that this shit won't happen again. It's got to be taken out of the hands of Congress. If you're going to have to raise the debt ceiling and you don't you don't put the budget in place, okay, then still get, you're still going to have to raise the debt ceiling. So maybe that'll get them to do the budget because they have no right, none, to be able to have a vote on, on whether we pay our bills or not. We pay our bills. That's what we do. That's the deal. Okay? And you do that because that's the way in which we keep our economy going. That's the way we show the world that... Um, we have a good credit rating, which dropped, by the way, um, uh, the last time, or 2011, when we let, when we got right to the precipice of this bullshit, and so uh, all of a sudden, uh, the uh, the rest of the world couldn't trust us, and I can guarantee they're not going to trust us now. But you know, we're really more important. No, we're not. Okay, they don't have to do business with us. And there's come a point where they're not going to trust us anymore, okay? Because we're fucking around with their trust. And we're certainly fucking around with the trust of the American people. And we certainly got two groups of people who already mistrust. And there's this whole group of us in the center. And I don't really like being in the center. But when it comes to this shit, I don't feel there's any choice, all right? Nothing to be gained by leveraging this nonsense, nothing. If it were, I'd be arguing for that all right? 52% of us want this done. 52%, 42% don't. What? what you, you need to take more polls, okay? It needs to be done, and it needs to be done now. And we don't need to sit there and listen to them prattle on. Shut the fuck up, all right? And do what you went there to do. And I mean that. You wanted to do this... You wanted to be involved with social policy and you're not doing it. You're, you're up there, you know, you know, dancing around and prancing around and not getting the things done that need to be done. Do that. Okay. And then uh, get back to dealing with the budget and do deal with the budget and stop trying to, uh, This, you know, well, you know, it's really these people, uh, you know, we're, we're being soaked for cash or the, those welfare folks, yeah, bullshit, bullshit on a stick and lunacy, lunacy that we have a 3.2% unemployment. So there can't be that much being sucked that way. Mm-mm. Not happening. Well, we have to, no, we don't. What we have to do is to try to find an economy that lifts all, everyone who needs to be lifted. Figure that the fuck out rather than nickel and diming uh, folks who can't afford to be nickel and dimed and have been nickel and dimed all their goddamn life. You know, I certainly know it. I was broke for most of it because I wrote plays. And I'll tell you this, I lived in a, you know, a shithole uh, apartment in, in New York, but was but I was lucky to have a shithole apartment in New York. And the price I could kind of vaguely afford, and I, I barely made the rent each month. Okay. And uh all I wanted to do was fix something in the apartment to give you an idea of what what it, it, it and I'm and, they, and I'm experiencing just the teeny bit of it um you know I wanted to fix some stuff in the apartment I told the super sit down no, you can't fix it I had a hole in my fucking roof can I fix the hole no will you fix the hole? no so because they try to uh, you know they and this happens over and over again the, to push those of us who didn't have money out so that they could uh, fix it up and then uh, double the rent. Oh yeah. It was fun times. These are, you know, stop it. Look at the budget and look at it with some clear eyes and not to get reelected. Okay. Because that's all uh, any of you up there in DC seem to give a flying fuck about Meanwhile, Uh, someone who thinks they can fix the problem, Uh, Tim Scott, the Senator Tim Scott, announced that he was running for president. And I'm sure uh, his presence will certainly turn everything around in the Republican Party. He's got a different vision of things. And uh, he's got a different way of putting it. And uh, I'm sure that everything's going to be great under his potential leadership. Good luck. Really good luck dealing with it. Um, He's... I feel his own. They all are. He's just a new and different kind of a nut job trying to deal. It's a guy who, uh, who basically, uh, you know, threw his hat in with, uh, um, with, with the the former leader, and uh, and it's it'll just be interesting to watch how he deals with that. He's trying to. They're all trying to find a path. It's like watching a really bad. Um, uh, you know, for you know a really bad mile done on a mud track, uh, with with these guys kind of trying to keep their lane. Good luck, good luck. It's going to be fascinating. So we'll see how Tim does. We'll see how uh, um, the others do. Ron DeSanitary has got his own problems with Disney. Disney's marched out of the state with a. They were going to bring a ton of jobs in, 2,000 new jobs, a gazillion dollars for the state. And, uh, and they said, no, we don't want to deal with them anymore. And it it's nonsense. Uh, and speaking of Florida, uh, one of the new hellholes we've kind of created for ourselves. Uh, Florida teacher is under investigation. Some of you know this for sure. For showing students an animated Disney movie. Uh, Jenna Barbie screened and it. And listen to that. Let's uh, Florida teachers under investigation for showing students an animated Disney movie. That alone, uh, how, it, 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 I, I keep saying this, that's comedy. That is, uh, this is Orwellian comedy. This is a satire on levels we have never imagined. Boy, what was the matter? Well, show the kids a Disney movie, not because it might dumb the kids down. No, that, that you might have a, a, a legitimate, you know, what were you doing? You weren't teaching. But nope, that wasn't what it was about. Um, she screened the, uh, Jenna Barbie, screened the comedy adventure Strange World to give her fifth graders a break after exams, which they had been through. Apparently a ton of them and they were, uh, and, and it's tough enough making this transition now for those kids. So she's giving them a break. One. Parent objected. One parent objected to the film's inclusion of a gay character, which she said constitutes illegal indoctrination under state law. An investigator was sent to interrogate students. That'll be good. That'll be good for the kids to be interrogated, you know. Did you see it? What happened? You feel like being gay now? It's a cartoon. It's an animation. It's a cartoon gay character. I can't. The mind reels in the face of, of such insanity. The, the mind can't. My mind, maybe yours can. If yours can, my hat is off. Mine can no longer take it. Mine it feels as if uh, every day someone comes along with a rock, breaks open my skull, and shoves nonsense in. And this is unbelievable. That a, a, a mother or a, I guess a father, just as a parent. Oh no, she uh, it was a she uh, a mother then in, in indoctrination. Gay a gay cartoon. I can't imagine um, seeing a cartoon and going, "Oh God, I never thought of being gay, but what it really looks like a good idea," and I'd like to to be all of those colors and, and be that fluid and be in an animation. I'd like to be gay in an animation. Here's what happened to me, all right? Um, it, it, I didn't, I had, uh, I, uh, my first sexual awakening, this is true, it used to be my act. I was very excited over uh, Mighty Mouse's girlfriend. Yes, I was. Not Minnie Mouse, Mighty Mouse's girlfriend, much hotter, I thought. And she kind of got me excited. I did not know exactly what that was at the time. Uh, but I wasn't indoctrinated into heterosexual sex. I was attracted to her. Um, but you don't get indoctrinated into your sexual, <laughs> into your sexuality, okay? You don't. It's just you know, in a normal fucking day-to-day life is what I'm saying. You don't get indoctrinated. OK, it's very difficult to indoctrinate somebody into a into a, a sexuality, a stance that, oh, I'm going to be. No, I felt I kind of had this attraction. And then and this was the end of the joke, years later, it became real. Um, when uh, I saw Annette Funicello on the Mickey Mouse Club and she had those mousies, so maybe it wasn't. Uh, the um, it wasn't uh, the Mighty Mouse's girlfriend. Maybe it was the mouse ears. That uh, and then I guess I lost it for a while in school because none of the none of the girls had mouse ears. I didn't know to take to the prom. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you this has to stop. I'm just telling you this insanity has to stop. Um, it, it, gay is real. It's, it's not made up, this insanity of tormenting people who, uh, who they're not making a choice. They're, they're making no more of a choice than a heterosexual is making a choice. You've, you, I, it, we don't have time anymore for those of us uh, who are uh, apparently um, it can't handle uh, th- this idea that, um, that, that, that gayness is normal. I don't know if I'm putting this properly. I don't know anymore because of those. you really put it and I should have said, I know. I'm telling you didn't understand what I said. You know, then fuck you. All right. It's normal. And it's it really has to be um, addressed. And people have to just be told, no, you have to stop this. Uh, and I'm sorry that you're going to have to grow up. Because uh, we don't have time or the energy uh, for the the madness that you're unleashing on on those who do not deserve uh, your um well your in a sense immaturity and in your sense your um inability to understand uh, uh this the sexuality it, 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 to understand sexuality um, um i did a thing on uh uh, on Rick Santorum and this, some of the stuff he used to say, and it still holds true. And I would kind of go through that, but I don't have the time today. Uh, it's these are not they're not as I put it, gay banditos running around the country who are who are grabbing your children at this point in time and and turning them gay. No one is doing that. There's there's uh, uh, there is uh, you know certainly uh, we have a problem with. Uh, I'm not going to go into that, what that is, you know, what that problem is. That problem that we have is uh, pales in comparison to this problem we have now that's sitting in front of us and in which we can't seem to deal with on a daily basis. And that's enough of this nonsense. Let's move on to the exciting world of uh, uh, what happened to me the past week. Great. Fun shows in Warsaw. Always great to be in Warsaw, Wisconsin. Uh, always a sellout. Kathleen too. It's just uh, a great town and a great theater, and it was a lot of fun. On the Green Bay, also great. Uh, I needed to punch them around a little. <laughs> Apparently, I think they had a really uh, great, uh, they, you know, night. You know, they were they were in the bars probably before the show, so they're a little. Not as not as quick as I as as, as I remember them, but uh, they were great. And uh, Glen Ellen always a pleasure in Illinois. However, uh, and if you can hear my voice, I spent two days in the fabulous Wisconsin North, and uh, where the air is supposed to be spectacular, even if the weather is shitty, the air is supposed to be great. It was like hazy gray. And so he asked, what's wrong? What is wrong with the sky? And it turned out that, uh, well, wildfires in Canada, just cray-cray. That was the other thing I was going to call it. Today's, uh, today's uh, episode 131, I was going to call it wildfires. Use that as my wraparound metaphor, because I'll tell you, for two days, I just breathed that stuff in, and now it has clogged me up, and I couldn't be more miserable and... Uh, uh, about. And I'm not, it, I don't, it's just driving me nuts. I just, A, I can't believe it. I finally, the this, this part of the tour has come to an end. I have uh, a, a couple of things coming up over the summer. And, uh, and then uh, I really head back in the fall. And uh, I would like to keep going now. But uh, now I've got this time. I was going to do some shows in Europe, uh, I called them off because I just did not have the uh, uh, really get the the, the uh, necessary uh, press that I needed to get out there, and because um, it was tight, the schedule was. I just said, "Why don't we do this?" Uh, and it kind of been offered, and I leapt at it, and and then realized that you you got to actually have more than a six week lead time to to sell to sell the show. Uh, to a country that you've not been to in five years. And uh, it's tough enough selling it to a city I haven't been to in the States in five years. So uh, I pulled back on that. And kind of a good thing, because I'm now I'm still going to Europe, and I'm going to go to the Elton John concert. That's right. His last world tour on the suggestion of my good friend Kathleen. And, uh, and I spent a little time visiting uh, Amsterdam, where I was going to do a show, but now I get to just hang there and uh, see old friends. It's the it's a city that I did a, a, a ton of shows in, and I also was lucky enough to uh, teach stand-up in, yes? And uh, and then on to Berlin. And then I'm not sure. If I can maybe get a dual citizenship, I'll stay somewhere else for a little bit, because uh, I'd like some options now. Uh if we're not going to, you know, uh, grow up as a country, if we're just going to say, you know, no, we really want to go backwards. I don't believe that. And I think that uh, the adults in the room have to, you know, say, nope, we're going this way, whether you like it or not, we're going forward. Uh, We're in the 21st century. We're not going back to the 20th. And uh, so, you know, shut the fuck up. And Enjoy the ride and so we've reached the end of the road for the time being we'll pick it up again September 21st uh, When we uh, head out to uh, Victoria uh, Island beautiful beautiful up there in uh, British Columbia, I, I think they call it but I think that's a part of British Columbia maybe they've seceded by the time I get back uh, and get on the road September 22nd in uh, Vancouver, splendid. And then down to the stomping grounds of uh, my opening act, the ancestral home of the Jeff Stilson, Spokane, uh, home, of course, of Gonzaga. And hopefully they'll come out, the Gonzaga basketball team, to see one of their most ardent supporters. Not to see me, but to see Jeff Stilson, who seems to live and die with the, <laughs> the, the Gonzaga basketball team. And, uh, and I uh, want to thank uh, everybody uh, for uh, hanging in with me this year. And uh, after all of the ups and downs, and the cancellations, and everything that uh, I went through, I I deeply appreciate uh, your uh, your your coming back and uh, coming to see the shows. And uh, uh, I look forward to uh, really you know a, a great run uh, starting in September because we got a lot to talk about. And by then I'll be back. Uh, I'm going to actually be leaving shortly. I'm kind of, I was going to do those shows in Europe. I've decided, uh, better to, uh, to rest up a little, wander around Europe and soak that up. And so, uh, also the, uh, I'm not sure that, well, unless, uh, we can figure it out. The, uh, I, would really like to take the break, but we'll, uh, I'll be hopefully sending some messages from Europe. Uh, I'll be in London, and uh, as I said, and then uh, Amsterdam and Berlin. And then who knows, as I said earlier. And so, th- after thanking all of you out there, I would like to thank uh, James uh, Saulkind, who does everything um, that one could possibly do technically and who films uh, the shows I do each night and was really the, uh, the, the keeper of the rant cast um, in terms of uh, all of the, the videos that we've done and the catalogs, and he's the one who puts them all together in uh, fine fashion when we do a best of. Uh, and I, he's done, you know, pleasure to work with him this year, Jeff Stilson, Ben Brewer, my tour manager, and the man who uh, directed the, uh, the last uh, special I did, which you can still see. On the um, you can still see it on my YouTube channel and uh, uh, Jeff w- Jeff Williamson uh, the driver and uh, uh, and Jason whose last name is escaping me who's uh, been selling the merch uh, i I couldn't do all of this without them and I certainly couldn't do it without you. Uh, I do hope you enjoy as much as I did the Ranch you'll be hearing goes all the way back to uh uh February 16th I believe it is uh February 28th uh 2016 uh they come to us these these rants come to us from uh, uh Vancouver Vancouver in beautiful British Columbia and uh, I hope you enjoy them as much as I always enjoy reading them and I believe in the fall and uh, especially during the summer, I'll be kicking off a, a ton of new readings of brands.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air?
2: For years and I really like it.
1: I really wish you all a phenomenal summer and uh, hope to see you somewhere down the road. And take care of each other, especially if these idiots don't pass the debt ceiling. We're here in uh, uh, Coquitum, Coquitum, Cockatoo, Coach Cacas, kaka, ca-ca, Cockacocka, kaka. Uh, or you can say Vancouver, but people, this is not Vancouver, where I am. <laughs> uh, but we're in Canada tonight. This is the first show. <clears throat> <clears throat> where, where people don't worry about uh, their freedom as much as we do, because uh, <laughs> apparently nobody's interested in taking it away. They don't create people, oh boy, he's taking it away. Son of a bitch, I better run now. You know, they, uh, they're a little, well, they're not as, you know, they just, they're just not as paranoid. Um, and, uh, but but we, uh, we, we're at the Hard Rock Casino there, and uh, where everybody tonight was a winner. Uh, you're going to want to come here. Everybody won at least three, $4,000 tonight. <laughs> Those are Canadian dollars, so it's not... not <laughs> well, fuck, what do you... I don't, I'm not, don't give me a boo like I, the one who decided what the Canadian dollar should be worth. I was, I, I'm always kind of stunned that it came down, because, uh, you know, I, when I first came to Canada 20 years ago, it was down, and then, you guys did a had a huge film industry and stuff and uh, and it grew up around it and then and then when the the housing thing hit the shitter in in my country and everybody every country on earth the fucking things were just plummeting you fuckers your dollar went up because you you didn't you actually had local banks where people took the money and and actually counted it <laughs> I know, it's a crazy idea. They're crazy up here. They have, Some of them have abacuses still. And, but if you've not been to Vancouver, it's it's well worth your time and your energy. And then you can come here and then go over to Victoria Island, which is the, actually inhabited by people who live in gingerbread houses. It's a delightful little place that I've had the joy of performing there. And uh, But it really is, if you've not been to Vancouver, it's absolutely stunning. And if you've not... Uh, ever gone through the Canadian Rockies, it's a good idea. Go to Banff, get on the train, and fucking buzz through those Rockies, because it's really unbelievably gorgeous. It's uh, stunning. The only drawback that I find in Canada is you cannot get uh, iced tea uh, without sugar. They have no interest in iced tea unless it's got enough sugar uh, to create diabetes within three or four gulps. <laughs> Apparently, they have a sugar lick in every town and they gather and lick the sugar. It's unbelievable, you cannot fucking get an iced. It's my drink of choice and these fuckers, and then you, and you say, can I get an iced tea without sugar? And they just ha, 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 and they walk away. <laughs> but that's the only drawback. I'd also say, really, seriously, uh, and I'm not blowing smoke, but uh, I've been in Portland, Seattle, and uh, Vancouver this week, and that's a terrific run of cities. And they're all on water. They're all unique to themselves. And they're all quite beautiful. And they all have really, really great food. And, um, And they all live in their own kind of fucking world. It's like It's literally like being on another planet Um, because it's even even Portland and Seattle doesn't appear to be part of the United States Okay, we're paying. We're paying for you to rent to to us come up with your own ideas (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do I just uh, talked for an hour and uh, 20 minutes. Okay Uh, With a lot of ideas, and I'm sorry you missed the show I'm really sorry that what I do is, is that I come up here and do a live Q&A um, where I take questions that I, and literally take them before the show, and I come on stage and try to be as funny as I can with material that I'm really doing for the first time. It's a totally separate show, and you're getting that show for free. So whatever the fuck you're bitching about, we've done about 106 of these, and... Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry to disappoint you. So, I would not know, um, to be honest, that uh, if, if I didn't do this, at times what's really good about it is a lot of the questions are things I'm going to talk about in the act. So I know that at least I'm covering what the hell people are interested in. And a lot of the times I discovered things about a town, but I did not discover the name of the town. <laughs> uh, Trump was tweeting Mussolini quotes today. Your, your thoughts, well, at least it was Mussolini and not Hitler, so. <laughs> um, many U.S. citizens are thinking about coming to Canada if Trump wins. Uh, should we start building a wall now? No. No, because that's a waste of your money. And you need, to, you need it for other things, like uh, someone willing to open up an iced tea manufacturer. <laughs> um, things like that. Um, no, you don't want to build a wall. Just set up a thing and charge people. As soon as you see us fleeing, you fucking say, OK, 500 bucks to come in, 1,000, fucking you can, you can get. Your fucking dollar, fucking right up to where it should be. What do you, uh, oh fuck, I don't even know what that means. I, it, it, apparent, what, do you, what do you think of Beyoncé's Black Panther performance at the Super Bowl halftime show? Um, I watched her performance, and I um, lived at a time in which... Uh, that Bobby Seal was on trial in New Haven, Connecticut, uh, and there were a number of black panthers uh, there was a, a a Black Panther enclave there, and I watched beyonce 's performance, and I did not have any sense of there being black panthers anywhere <laughs> i didn't I didn't see it I, I don't know if I had drank too much, um, <laughs> but it, I did not see like I was looking I'm, I'm, I was fixated on her, okay. I didn't go, what are they doing around her? I was like, wow. That's really, she's another species. I certainly, she would look at me and go, oh, there's a nice little miniature pony. I feel that about her, Charlie's Therone. I've been this close to Charlie's Therone, who literally looked through me as if there was no existence <laughs> whatsoever. Not seriously, no flesh, nothing. Just like, oh, I, she could see who was ever through me, right through my head. She's that tall. She probably was looking this way. She's another wow, well, but no, I didn't I don't know, I didn't I didn't see it. I didn't much the same way I didn't see Janice Jackson's titty, okay? Same thing. Really, that's what you're going to worry about. Boy, that really turned people around. What if she had a thousand Black Panthers out there? If she had real Black Panthers, then we'd have some interest. <laughs> what, she, what do they fucking think? Do people were watching it and go, oh, fuck, man, I'm going to call my Black Panther office today. Are you? Who gives a shit? It's a halftime show at a corporate fucking megalopolis fucking thing, you idiots. I don't understand. Why you think that, boy, that's going to really do things. Now, you got to, apparently, the uh, p- the premier of uh, British Columbia, which is where Vancouver is located, and the beautiful city of Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> she's the BC Premier, Christy Clark, is spending $500,000 on charter flights. Is that true? Yeah. And, yeah. When Air Canada and, and uh, WestJet have eight flights a day, so obviously somebody here works for an airlines. <laughs> that's what I'll get back from. That'll be the feedback tonight. God damn it! Doing those ads for Air Canada, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, no, so, and that's what she do. Get on a plane, flies. But what the fuck? She, you know. See, that's the kind of shit we laugh. Half a million dollars. We go, ah, that's all. <laughs> not enough. For, no, no, but it's not enough to, you know. I think, of course, it's appalling. It's appalling when any public official pulls that kind of shit. You know, it's like we had a guy in Congress who was uh, eventually he uh, he had to quit his job. He was, uh, he, but he had kind of redecorated his office to the tune of like a million five. It's like, holy fuck. Unless, you know, you literally, there'd have to be some sort of a machine that would, like, really keep my entire bottom and every. I would, I would have to be sitting at a desk with one, might, would have to be a concealed Japanese toilet. The, you know, the one with the air, and the whole thing that goes on. Look up Japanese toilets. See, I know you guys are utilitarian, but. The Japanese are way into a whole realm of, of fucking, uh, if I had a toilet like the Japanese had a toilet, I wouldn't leave. Why would you leave? <laughs> Seriously. But that was, what a fucking, that's just, but it's that's the nature of leadership. It's like they they constantly, you know, they just, they don't, it, there's a there, there's a group of people and there's less and less and less as life as my life goes on that that understand what public service is. There seems to be more of a grasp of it up here where I'm where I where we are now. It's good luck, uh, but um, I'm sorry to hear that. But uh, there's nothing I can do. Uh, This, I believe, is from somebody in the States. That dry eye commercial on TV drives me fucking nuts. If by chance your fucking eyes are dry, why don't you just splash some fucking water on your ugly fucking face? And also, that goddamn dry mouth winds me up too. If you got a dry mouth, you fucking idiot, why not just take a drink? Jesus Christ, we're a bunch of fucking idiot idiots. There, I said it, and I don't give a shit. That's why I do it. I do it because um, I don't really care about the dry eye ad. You can have all the dry eye ads you want. But there's somebody out there who's watching that ad and it comes on, and every time it comes on, that fucker goes around the bend. And I consider it to be part of my service here is to take those things that really upset people and throw them out. I mean, there is shit that I've read on, uh, that I get about people in their offices and their and their coworkers that would just that be, are staggering. And so for me, it's in completely educational and reminds me why I don't work in an office. <laughs> it's there was you know, there was one I can't even okay, but this. I wish I had it with me because it does bear repeating. But this, a woman sends in a thing, and, and the, the thing is is there's this, this whole thing going, ba- in, going on in my country in terms of uh, uh, people in public office basically uh, not, really, not really understanding uh, women on any level whatsoever. And uh, so, so you get like, you know, and the, the, this being like the battle that we have now in the States over Planned Parenthood. That's just one part of the the whole spectrum and uh so the um she she wrote in a thing and she's she's at an office there's a whole group of them sitting around at the office they're having a a meeting you know in uh in the boardroom and uh and she has to leave she has to leave because her uh basically her period is coming on, and she has to get to a bathroom and so she excuses herself, and the boss said, where do you think you're going? She said, well, I have to go to the bathroom. And he said, well, do you think now's uh, a good time? And she said, well, I think it's, I have to go. And he goes, why do you have to go? So now, she has to explain to him that she's, um, you know, she's, her period is coming on. There's no other way out of this. And it turns out that her, I mean, your boss didn't know uh, that, a woman, that women bled during their period. He's been married for 25 years. That's why I read these. Because the problem isn't the, the governor or the senator or the, the local legislator who, who fucks uh, women over. It's those people who have no concept, that it has to come from somewhere. And it comes from those people who are completely clueless. And there are a lot of them. Now, when I read that, I thought that's fucking impossible. And, um, but, apparently nothing is. (laughs) Obnoxious upstairs neighbors with kids, always stomping and jumping all fucking day and night keeping us up in the basement suite below. And any spills goes through our ceiling. They don't care if it happens and don't control their kids. Now, I wanna know, first, what are you doing home all day? (laughs) And second, if you lived in certain places like Texas or Florida or Arizona in the United States, You'd have a gun, and you could start shooting in the air. No, I don't want a software update, you fuck. Uh, The Republicans blocking the confirmation of a new Supreme Court justice. Here's the problem. The problem is, is, the Republicans really lack any sense of just fucking decorum. And seriously, I'm, I'm the one, uh, when, that, when, when push comes to shove during an election year, I'm the vote you want. I'm the independent. So you, you don't, you, you just have to pretend, you know? The Republicans, there was no reason for the Republicans to say we're not going to nominate anybody. They should go, you just fucking go, yeah, go ahead. Nominate whoever you want. That's what they should have done. That'll be, it'll be, we we look forward to it. We relish the idea. We think it's absolutely important. You pay lip service to what is essentially bullshit, but you at least pay lip service to it. You don't say we're not gonna fuck you, fuck you. It's 11 months later. He's the president of the United States. There's nothing, that's the deal. It's called Tufsky shitsky (laughs) So you just say it, you go, okay. And then you have the vote and then you go, fuck you. That's when you say, fuck you. That's when you do it. You don't do it beforehand. It's partly my problem with what's going on. It's partly why Donald Trump They can say it has to do and it does to a certain extent with what's the phenomenon. The phenomenon is is that people have basically in my country been disenfranchised. That hundreds and thousands and thousands and millions of people feel like they have absolutely no effect on the environment anymore. Have no effect in terms of their leadership. Their leadership has treated them like a piece of shit. So someone like Trump comes along and goes, you know, I'm gonna do this because I'm gonna do it and that's what I'm gonna do. And so he looks, in comparison to somebody like Jeb Bush, who literally, wow, whoo. And he was supposed to be the smart Bush. So so Trump all of a sudden looks good, but basically the Republicans, by allowing essentially the tail to wag the dog where you've got, you know, Uh, The the Tea Party, which was worried about our liberties, and then then just a whole slew of people who, because of the nature of our internet, um, just make shit up. There's whole fucking, you can basically, uh, back whatever theory, whatever fucking half-cracked fucking theory, you've got about fucking anything. I guarantee you go to the internet, and there are at least 5,000 sons of bitches who have already written an article about how they know what you know. And so, that, we've got that whole group, that whole group of Ted Cruz who believes that somehow religious liberty is being taken away, that freedoms are being taken away, that that somehow because you don't you don't get to pay, you don't you don't get fucked over, by, by daily by an insurance company, you you know you've got to you know goddamn it I've lost my freedom I can't go to an insurance company and have them fuck me in the ass. So we try to come up with a way to get the insurance company to take its cock out about three-quarters of the way, just so we can breathe for a minute. And not that the Affordable Care Act is worth a shit, because it's not. But in in, in the other way, holy fuck, when in the history of any country did you think, hey, you know what? I can't wait. Uh, I love my insurance company. They're the best. Holy fuck what they do for me. And then they always use you. They go, look at Canada. Look at what's happening there. They live in terror. They live in terror of their fucking like. They stand in line. They stand in line. I go, well, fuck, we stand in line to go to a movie, you fucking numbnut. (laughs) So just, uh, you know, I'm I'm just going to tell you, uh, when your patience wears thin, please, please, please help us. Send down some people. They literally, we, we can't tell you apart from us. Just find some mature people who can come in and pretend to be like us. And, and talk to, to, to some people in the community, you know? Seriously, wander up to people and go, hey, um, what the fuck's the matter with you? (laughs) It's been a pleasure spending time with you. Thank you. Good night. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters, and the splendid rants they gave us. Louis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Ha-ha, Louis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salton. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brew. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.
0: In just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air?
2: For years, and I really like it